All right, everybody. Hey, Pastor Pat Rankin coming to you live from the farm with Pastor Aaron Kofer. We are, let's see, what do you see? Post 4th of July. Um, just got done doing some laundry, setting up our studio here. Wow, that's a good look. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you, Jessica. So, hey guys, share the show. I think you're down there. We are, let's see, we're turning it on. There we are. Share the show and uh, tell others that we are on. We're going to be talking about freedom. So we are post 4th of July. And trying to think of the, at the end of our fireworks display that we had up here in Bellflower, the, what do they call that, the grand uh, finale. finale, that was really nice, I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Tell us where you were, where you watched fireworks, um, and if their grand finale was as good as last year. I would say it's just, it was just about as good. I don't think they had quite as much, but it was fun, fun for the kids. They had family there. Um, and uh, got to eat a lot of good food before we went up there. So uh, what'd you guys have the barbecue? Uh, send all that stuff up and let us know where you're watching from today. Are you on vacation? I don't think anybody went to work today, did they? Maybe uh, some people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was trades probably. I was called. Yeah, trades people probably at work. I called our neighbor down the street to work on something. He's at work, and so is his wife. So, all right, I want to say hello to Donald Wood, Jeanette uh, Atkinson, and Becca Law. Good morning. Sure. Good morning to you all. <laughs> Let everyone know. Let's turn this just a little so they can see. Better than looking at a screen. I guess that way. Let's see how that opens up. Let's see if I did the right thing. Good. Yeah. That's a little bit better look. All right, Pastor Aaron, start us out. Sure. Tell us. Uh, ask the Lord to guide us on the show today. Uh, so, Father God, we uh, we thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us uh, your breath in our lungs. And Lord, I just pray for uh, this overcomer hour. Lord, I pray that it uh, reaches out to many people that uh, need guidance or. Lord, that they're looking for freedom in their own lives, and uh, we thank you for this free United States of America, and Lord, I just pray um, that everybody's blessed today, and I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, that's kind of cool, over your left shoulder. I think Mike Sr. gave me that, uh, so right where Mike Sr. would normally be sitting, oh, right there's there. a flag right there. Yeah. Let me turn around so I look at it. It says, God, guns, and guts made America, and let's keep them all, so... Talking about your independence, there you go. Uh, let's see, back of losses first for a friend who had a pacemaker put in because heart rate, heart rate kept going down. So we'll mark that down. You guys got your, excuse me, uh, back of all for a friend. You got your list, we got ours. And uh, thank you guys for using the prayer wall. Uh, and Tiffany Short saying hello to you. Um, I think Tiffany's getting ready to go on a vacation, aren't you, Tiffany, from what I heard? Um, but anyways, um, thank you for using the prayer wall. It's it's a way that, I know it helps me a lot as a pastor. I can look and 
and try to stay updated on it because there's so many prayers and it's vacation and tell all your friends even while they're on vacation they can still stay connected to God they can still stay connected to have Bible travel and things that have Bible travel uh, and one of the ways is obviously through the prayer wall so there's a lot of uh, a lot of things can be done that way and we can kind of help monitor um, that with you but you're, you're the one that inevitably is going to have to uh, um, keep that going. So we'll start out with some prayers that I got here. Angela Madeline, we're lifting her up in prayer, lifting up my dad, who's doing well, he's drinking coffee this morning, I was talking with him. I'm actually using his Bible this morning. Uh, I left my Bible bag at the house, I guess. Um, Mrs. Kofor, we're praying for her. Uh, let's see. People without power. Hey, guys, tell me about the power. Let's make that a topic because I have got, let's make this a topic because I have a lot of things I'd like to talk about that we haven't talked about with this power outage. And we'll, we'll talk about electric cars and all that, and the grid and, and all that stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll do that. So be praying for the people without power. Uh, Mrs. Colfer, Jim Evans, Keith Dennis, uh, Carolyn uh, Sharkey, obviously, and then there's another Carolyn on our prayer wall who was in a car accident. Linda, who has stage four cancer in Sydney with some financial issues. Joyce Frail, uh, she, that's a phrase, mm -hmm. cancer-free, dear, five months. Amen. Five months cancer-free. That is so awesome. That is awesome. I'm praying that my dad will end up being cancer-free. Mm -hmm. Just a miracle. Right. Right. We'll pray and believe it. Uh, okay. Uh, Bill Jeffries, we're praying for him. I know he's got multiple issues. Uh, some of them are standard uh, of getting older, and some of them are probably uh, maybe war-related or whatever, but it's some neck and shoulders and different things. So uh, we're lifting that brother up. Uh, Roxanne Galati has a couple. I think she had like three different categories that we were praying for her this morning. And Nor Peters wants to lift up Amber and Paul. And then Renee also has some prayer requests. And Pastor Aaron, uh, let me know what you have on yours. Uh, I put down uh, for Tina, that's Jeanette's daughter that comes out to Moscow. And Becca Law said she's been sick since Sunday. I'll put those couple down. And. Um, yeah, everything else I've got is the same as yours. Make okay. sure you guys are setting up your prayer requests here so we can jot them down and make sure we get them on the prayer wall. The prayer wall is really easy to get to if you've never done it before. Just go to hbwt.org and then uh, hit the little tab. It'll go to prayer wall. You can enter uh, with your name on there or you can enter uh, anonymously, whatever you want to do. Just ask them for prayer. It's a great tool, like Pastor Pat said, uh, not only for the leaders of the church to pray for you, but just others in the church. Uh, to get it to pray for you. Yeah, you never get too much uh, prayer in your life. I need to put my dad on this morning. Uh, I love it, and I, I am really just not tech savvy at all, but uh, I just it's love it. It's pretty easy. It's very easy. The girl does a great job on that thing. We got all kinds of new things coming in. Let's see. Prayers for Tina, really rough time medically. Uh, Tiffany said while she was on vacation, she was at a local church. That's awesome. And again, Jim Evans, or no, Junior Evans is on now. So good morning to you, Junior. And uh, good morning to Donna and Mike. I know they're watching the show this morning. Um, so I'm going to have Pastor Aaron pray, and then we're going to talk about a couple of topics, and then we'll get into some freedom. 
for all studies, and we're in the month of freedom, so uh, take it away, Pastor Aaron. Uh, Heavenly Father, we, uh, Lord, you see this prayer request list, and Lord, you know all and see all, and Lord, today we're just asking you uh, for your mighty hands to be upon all these situations, Lord, uh, especially the ones dealing with cancer, Lord, we know the doctors have their outlooks, but Lord, we know you're the mighty physician, so we just ask for a miraculous healing in all these different uh, areas of cancer, and Lord, you just pray uh, for the ones that are uh, maybe struggling mentally or physically, we just ask for you to be with them. And, uh, Lord, we thank you that we can come to you. And, Lord, know that uh, you're hearing our prayers and that the healing has already started and we're claiming victory in all these different situations, Lord. And uh, we lift up the ones that uh, may be unspoken or the ones that are to come. We lift them all up to you today and claim victory in uh, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Okay. Talk about... And let's talk about four categories. Uh, we'll talk about the electric outage. We'll talk about fireworks. Talk about food, and then the last one, lastly, we'll go into our freedom for all Bible study. Um, got some cool, cool scriptures. I'm going to talk a little bit about. I'm not sure where Pastor Aaron was on Sunday, but I think he was in the top part of yep, Galatians, and I, and I was in the bottom part. So. We can talk about that, and then uh, I got some stuff I'll probably be preaching on out of John 8 this week, uh, that kind of thing. So let's talk about, uh, yes, we have birds. As a matter yeah. of fact, we probably, if you look up in the uh, roof or ceiling there, Jess and Aaron had to actually take a couple nests out. They're, they're martins. Mm -hmm. I think some of them are, are martins and some of them are barn swallows. Uh, I had to take them out because we had a party for my wife and I didn't want any doo-doo dropping on people so they did a good job getting it all ready because I was with my dad for the last couple of days or weeks or whatever and couldn't get out here to do it but they they make a little nest all up in there and they're good we're not definitely not chewing them out of here because no. they eat the mosquitoes and if you look I don't know if you can look past our tractor back there but Back there on both sides of, of this first horse corral are purple martin houses. Uh, and man, they really work well. I mean, we have just been blessed um, that we really don't have, I don't think we ever had mosquitoes no, out here. No, ever. You, you get a tick or two. Um, but uh, as far as mosquitoes, man, with them birdhouses, they, they work phenomenal. Just raving on that. So, uh, but you can't put them. You can't put them by the woods. Uh, the, these purple martin houses cannot go by the woods. And I, yeah, and, and I'm thinking that they just wouldn't. They wouldn't make it. You know, mm -hmm. stuff would get in there. Whether it be squirrels or, you know, who knows. So, anyways, that's the deal out here. Um, and uh, Jim Evans is on. Hey, man, we're praying for you. John Shanks on uh, from down in, um, well, he's not Kabul. I, why do I always say Kabul? I guess it's that's close. the exit. Yeah, that's, that's close. It. It's, and is it Highway 60? Yeah, yeah, you take 60 down there, yeah. I, I don't know why. I can't uh, just say what's 63. Yeah. 63. So anyways, yeah, uh, share the show. Let everybody know we're, we're almost outdoors. We're in the barn. Um, and actually, man, the, the Wi-Fi service is working fantastic. We had to, he said on 63, yeah. okay. 
Well, cool. I'm glad you guys are all on the show. Let's talk about it. Uh, hot topic electric. Uh, Pastor Aaron told me that there was still 20,000 20, people out without power. Let, let me tell you something. I, I'm a guy that can survive anything, really. I mean, and nothing bothers me. But, and I, and I don't know if it was right just because it was in the middle of caring for my dad or whatever, but my generator ran for well into the 70 hours. So we ran that for 70 hours. And it wasn't filling up the, the tank and everything. It was more of unplug this, unplug that. Type thing. I, I really didn't have enough cords. I had a whole bunch of them, and I really ha didn't have enough. So we did some laundry, and we did some some things. And uh, Pastor Mark gave us a, a swamp cooler for the for the front room, which, which worked out great. Um, but that power outage is, is a drag. Mm -hmm. um, like I said before, if it was just me in the house, it wouldn't have been an issue. But I had my dad there. He had, uh, we had Vicky's mom sure. there. And then we had Vicky there. He, you know, is really struggles with the, with the heat right now. But um, are, are we going in the right direction by having electric cars? I mean, I, and I don't mean to make light of the situation, but the the grid goes down so much. I mean, the, the electric company, I think, does a great job. I know everything can be updated and all that stuff, and everything's run underground. Everything is run underground now. All the way from Westport Plaza to our church, every, I mean, they're running stuff underground everywhere. Um, so that that's cool. Uh, but we live in a brand new subdivision in Wright City where everything's underground, but we still, we lose power probably just as much as everybody else. Yeah. In, in the summertime, we really do. We lose power probably in the summertime, I, I'd say six times in the summer. I'll say maybe five times a summer, um, which is, you know, it's not the end of the world. I get a generator, but uh, it really is become a deal. So be thinking about that, and, and when you're local governments or your bigger governments, federal governments or whatever, start pushing more and more for electric cars and electric uh, trucks and everything, man, I, I just don't see how that's going to work. And uh, I've never really thought about it too much till the power outage. And I thought, all right, so let, let's say my generator ran for 75 hours and it'll run for a tank for eight hours. Mm -hmm. That's a... Uh, would that's at least nine, nine Phillips. Nine Phillips, yep. So I mean you're going to that's you're nine Phillips and, and that's me carrying a five and a two and a half gallon. You know. Uh, anyways. Well also just think about how just that's how quick they can take they can shut off power to everything. They can stop at cars and houses and stores and like that. I don't think that's a good idea. No. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't like all my eggs in that basket. Nope. nope. I think uh um, and, and I don't know about this the pollution, the greenhouse gases, and all that. I'm just gonna, I, I gotta yeah. cry BS on that, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know, man. Going, just having more things uh, pull on the grid is, uh, man. I, I just, I can't see it. I just don't see it. And. They don't know what turns the turbines, which creates electric. You know, it's usually some kind of fossil fuel. And then, I mean, I, they may refine it, it, but it's so counterproductive to push an agenda forward. And then, on top of all that, 
to make the batteries is just, I, I heard, and you guys do some research on this, I heard the tractor trailer batteries are 16,000 pounds. Yep. 16,000 pounds. So if you drive an average car, that that's whatever. If you drive a car like mine, that's eight times the weight of my car. So that would take eight cars, the weight of eight of my cars, to power up a tractor trailer. Here's the thing. How much material... Do you gotta have to create that dang battery, then what do you do with it after it dies? Where's it going? <laughs> Is anybody out there on the show this morning? Uh, I think we've probably gotten a lot of people commenting this thing must just be dragging. But yeah, so share your uh, comments with us and like I said before, we're on, and, and this is, it's all good. I mean, we, we got Wi-Fi out here, but I'm sure it's dragging when it comes to the comments. Um, tell us what you think about the electric. Um, and I, I don't know that it's, I just, I don't know that it's, uh, I just don't know that it's the answer. This is the end all be all. Does anybody have an electric car out there? I don't think I know anybody that has an electric. You? We've got uh, the hybrid. Yeah, it's half battery. Half battery. It's half battery, half motor. I guess the Tesla's all electric, isn't it? Um, oh, I'm sure there's a I mean, I don't know anybody personally who no, owns an electric not. car. Um, so, anyways, that's my that's my two cents on that. And uh, I wonder if there's a way we can refresh this to see if we got. Uh, let's we're gonna check see what kind of comments we got. All right, so there's any more on your thoughts on the electric outage. I just, I don't know. I just, and thank God for the guys working hard. And I'm not bagging on you at all. They're out there working. You know, trees fall on the lines they can't control. So praise God to UE and, and all our utility workers. Thank you guys for working so hard. So all about it. Uh, okay. There you go. Tara Burek's on. Um, so let us know what you think about the electric grid and do you, did you have outage and do you uh, know anybody that still has outage? Because I'm telling you what, that threw everybody for a loop at church. I mean, just like, I, you know, I, I didn't even go up there. Uh, i trying to think of what I was doing. I was doing something and I just said, well, everybody go to North. And that was I think it was Janet came over Friday, uh, was it Friday? Saturday night, and uh, said, hey, the power's out at uh, Westport. Yeah. Westport. I was enthralled with putting together a generator. I was like, what are you doing? I guess we just won't go up there and we'll throw everybody to the north. And then between vacation and the power outage, man, and uh, I don't mind getting back to normal, I can tell you that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Tiffany Shorts says, my parents still have no Power. That is crazy. So how many days is that? I mean, Saturday. Saturday, to, Saturday to what is today? Wednesday? Wednesday. Was it five or six days? That's over ninety-six hours. I know that. Uh, so I'll ask Tiffany Short. Tiffany, what do you think about electric cars? I mean, is it? Are we? That is just like way out there right now. I mean, people are over it. Well, here's one at uh, Dorset. Uh, Dobbs right there, McDonald's, they've got six or seven of those stations. charging stations. I've never seen any cars there, ever, ever. Maybe one every couple of weeks I see up there. 
pray for everybody to get the power back on, and they were able to withstand the the outage. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Think if the et that the ethanol or the corn and the gas together worked all right? I was just thinking about that. Is that the 85 stuff? 80, I think it's the 85 stuff. Then is it any cheaper? Uh, I don't know. So I don't know if that ever went over. No thanks to electric cars. So I mean, there you go. And and I don't think that's just one person, you know, Tiffany or me or you or whatever. I just don't. I don't think that. I don't know. All that, let me ask. Let's do this. Let's do this, and I'll get off of this because I know you guys are tired of hearing. Let's do this. What, is that where you want to put all our quote-unquote physical energy and mental energy into trying to get everybody off of gas cars and then get electric going? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm just not down with all that energy going there. So there's my two cents on that. Uh, let's put it in building the border. All that energy and all that money and all that digging and all that processing and all those plants take all that energy, build a wall, make America safe, and then let's start working on some of the things. You've got so many people in these cities now, undocumented cities. What a, what a, a pull on society. How about we threw it into the healthcare system? You can deal with that. I, I, guys, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to try to get off this if I can. If you haven't had to deal with health care like I have in the last couple of months, you're going to be shocked at how it works. The ERs everywhere in St. Louis are not only jam-packed, but if you don't have a triage case, you might as well sit Yep. and get a lawn chair outside yep. and that is no exaggeration at all now you put down a broke down grid on these hospitals and, and, and I know everybody's got generator backup and that's that's mm -hmm. only good for a certain amount of time we, we need to you need, we, me and you need to change up this whole thing and, and start getting energy independent again well, we're not worrying about that we got to have a border up and we need to get energy independent again I, you can't rely on someone else to come and rescue you as I'm telling you right now you tandem that with the healthcare system this society is broke at the highest level I ain't even getting into the spiritual aspect of this which causes all of this the churches ought to be full. There, there needs to be new government in there. And this, they have broke this dang society almost down to nothing. And the reason that, a big reason the ERs are so full is because nobody can get a doctor's appointment to see their doctor because doctors are quitting their practices left and right because big farmers taking all the, all the, Profit on it. There, there's no doctors anymore, hardly, that, like there used to be. So everybody's got to go to the ER to be seen just to get any answers in whatever their medical problem is. Any care. Crazy. Any care. And they, they, these, these poor doctors are run by big politicians. 
pharma company and don't think it's any other way. They got a handbook on how they got to treat how you long they can stay and then how long they can stay with these patients before yep. insurance controls it all. Yep. That needs to change too. These lobbyists have lobbied and it's all about money. And I can tell you one thing right now, the health care that you get and I get and my dad gets in there is not the same dang health care that the politicians are getting. Nope. I can tell you one thing right now, if they had cancer, they wouldn't be going through what my dad's going through nope. right now. It is, they are, the, the society that created this mess ought to be ashamed of where we're at now uh, in America on how this health care system is. is absolutely 100% broken. I'll go on record today and tell you, this is broken. This healthcare system is broken. It, it is, anyways, whatever, man. It's, it's just, whatever. So there you go, there you go. There's my, uh, my That's what happens when you put problems before people. Yeah, there's my op-ed for the day. So there you go with electric, there you go with electric cars and the healthcare system. All right. Uh, where'd you watch fireworks at? Uh, where'd you watch fireworks? We watched them in town. They were great. Great time. Great weather. Great breeze. Just awesome. Very, very down home. Uh, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred people probably. And uh, just a neat, neat fireworks display. Uh, what, did you think the, uh, uh, what do you call the end again? Finale. Yeah, I would think it's a small town field. It's awesome. You know, our kids got up there and immediately, you know, Brock bought a, uh, brought a ball and a bat, and within five minutes there was 15 kids playing baseball games. You know, that's that's just how it needs to be. You know, kids outside, uh, kids playing with fireworks safely, obviously playing ball, getting outside. The weather is, is great. It really hasn't been too hot except for like maybe one day. Get your kids outside. We, it was a little hot yesterday when we were moving by the time we started. We started about 8, we're done by 11, and the rest of the day we in and out and eating and snacking and fireworks. Uh, so tell us where you watch fireworks and was your grand finale as good as last year? Uh, let's see what Brad Charles is digging out a driveway right now. Think of what it would cost to make, let's see, diesel electric. Ethanol is one of the worst things for fuel and farming and food costs rise. Only reason the fuel is cheap is because it's subsidized by the government. Okay. He yeah. gets it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm over. I, I can't even hardly talk about the electric thing without exploding. So just whenever you see my face, just go, he's pretty much anti-electric car, you know, and just, just it is, it is such nonsense right now at this time in the country where people are out there begging for health care and, and, and the borders wide open. Put the energy in that. Put the energy into making sure that the health care system works and making sure that the dang borders secure. Take all that money and all that in. I know I already said this. Why am I talking about this again? So... Good night. Tiffany Shorts is at my brother's house. It's my nephew's birthday on the 4th. His neighbor's foot on. Great show. Well, happy birthday to your brother. 
Oh, and Pat Brennan's birthday is on 4th of July, yep, too. Man. Yesterday, yep. Happy birthday to you guys. Uh, all right. So tell us about your fireworks. And then the lastly, food. Food was great. Pastor Aaron cooked up burgers and, and steak, which was just killer. But what's even better is all that meat came from this one. The yeah. deer meat, the beef. Steaks were a 10. Now we Crazy. just need our own garden. Yes, so by the time we get home, I imagine you have some, uh, you might have some red tomatoes on there. So just about 4th of July, I know all farmers know that that's when the tomatoes are usually ready. So we got a bunch of them. I mean a bunch. So we will be, oh, my sister made us grilled cheese sandwiches mm -hmm. with tomatoes on them and pickles. Forget about it. Forget about sourdough bread. Sourdough bread. Here's a question for you, and I know seniors watching. Do you like tomato sandwiches with mayonnaise and pepper on them? Oh, wonderful. All right, so there's the food we ate. I can answer that, and that would be a no for me. <laughs> that would be a yes for everyone else in the now, a BLT with mayo, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I might even throw a pepper on that. Uh, so then we had ice cream at night, and that was good. Shannon Moody says, so many places could uh, concentrate. 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 So many places they could concentrate. That would be more productive, amen. Uh, no, no for me too, Vicki. Tiffany says she's not a tomato sandwich person. I guarantee Mike Sr. is a tomato sandwich person. Me and my sister were talking about this uh, for all you guys that live over there in Maryland Heights. My grandma and grandpa had a little mini farm there from day one. Me and my sister, cousins, we used to go pick tomatoes and eat them. Uh, it was awesome. So, uh, so we had ice cream, made steak. We had, uh, what side dishes did we have? Oh, Jessica made a Oh man! Yeah, that was awesome. Well, I made most of that, but it was it was Aaron's idea. Yeah, my idea. Right. All right. So we're talking <laughs> about freedom for all scriptures. We'll let Pastor Aaron start with where he was uh, and what your synopsis was in Galatians five one. How far did you go down? Uh, I went from Galatians five one to about thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know you did 13 on down here through the fruit of the Spirit. Let me find it real quick. Uh, so basically what we talked about, obviously, it was freedom out of Moscow at the 10 o'clock service. Uh, the main verse I, I kind of honed in on was obviously 5-1 for freedom, Christ has set us free. Uh, stand firm. So what I really hammered home with the stand firm part was our, our freedom is already... It's already bought and paid for. Uh, we don't, yeah, we don't have to go out there and, and try and earn it or, or, or fight a battle or anything like that. Christ has defeated death. He has won our our spiritual freedom, and the same thing with our physical freedom. Uh, brave men and women have gone out there and fought for our freedom, and, and they've earned our freedom. And now it's up to us to stand firm, uh, which means put your feet in the ground and, and don't give any ground to the enemy. You have, we have to remember we're spiritually free. And we're physically free. And the enemy every day, whether it's a uh, spiritual enemy that, or, or a physical enemy, they're going to try and whatever little inkling they, that you give them, they'll try and take and take and take and be 
more controlled, controlled. Jesus Christ didn't want us to be controlled. He wanted us to be a free people, uh, a free spiritually, and not go back to the yoke of slavery we used to live in. Uh, obviously, because we were all once slaves to our to our sin and our bondage, uh, and I know a lot of us have probably been physically uh, in handcuffs and, and spiritually in handcuffs, and we've got to remember that uh, Christ has died for that. Our uh, military men and women have have uh, paid the sacrifice for our physical freedom, and then uh, I kind of went, like you said, I kind of went over to John eight is where I finished. Just went, yes, uh, if Jesus has set you free, then you are free indeed. Um, so that's one thing again that, that whether it's uh, the government or politicians or uh, Satan himself they'll, they'll try and let you know that you're, you're not free you're, you're the, still the same old person and that you need to be controlled and you need to be told what to do and when to do it and how to do it and how to raise your family and, and that's completely vice versa of what God's scripture tells us to do we're supposed to be a free people we're supposed to <clears throat> raise our family in the ways of the Lord. We're supposed to raise our kids in the ways of the Lord. Um, and we're supposed to uh, lift up our church, our country, our state. And if we follow the Lord and his freedom that he's given us, uh, then we'll be successful. Obviously, if you look back through different empires, Roman Empire, uh, the Aztec Empire, they were restricted people. They did not follow the freedom of the Lord. And obviously, all those empires ended up falling. Um, and then in Psalm 33 is where I did the tithing scripture. Uh, blesses the nation whose Lord or whose God is the Lord. Uh, everybody says God bless America, and I'm for we want God to bless America, but God will not bless disobedience. Um, and when we have people out there trying to kill babies and and uh, worship false idols and everything like that, uh, First Chron or Second Chronicles seven fourteen is very clear. If uh, my people turn from their wicked ways and repent and face towards back back towards me and return to me, I will return to them. And that's what we need to do is uh, repent, humble ourselves, and turn back towards the Lord. And that was kind of the long and short of, of my message. Yeah. The uh, So I just turned while you were talking. I was turning over to John 832. Mm -hmm. And it says, Jesus says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So when you say... When you say set you free, basically back to what you started in, uh, the Apostle Paul says, and I'm reading from New King James, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty uh, wherewith Christ hath made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Uh, the, the part of the yoke of bondage here. Is, is religious here is what he's talking about and then he goes into verse 2 about circumcision uh, he says don't don't let yourself think that you need to be circumcised um, and he says if you do then you would end up having to law so then you're back into a works based uh, faith and you're constantly trying to work to get free constantly trying to work to stay free Constantly trying to work to be good enough, and bum bum bum, and you and you can't be, and I can't be, and that's where the roller coaster or the merry-go-round comes in, where you're constantly on this, this your family, it's constantly trying to be good enough, trying, to, and and it can be that way, 
not only spiritually, but physically. You can do that with your money or your health. Or I'm, I'm always sick or I'm always broke. Or there's something inside your life that is holding you hostage. And I never knew what that was. I always, always had jobs. I always, made, I always made good money, always. But I could never get out of the rat track, ever. I mean, ever. And, uh, you know, I spent my money on, on things that were wrong and not productive and things that that uh, God would never bless. And um, and once I got out of that, um, it, it, I, it, the way I got out of it was through the Lord. And when I uh, started following the Lord, I slowly started, um, I remember reading the prayer of Jabez, mm-hmm. and that don't get talked about much now. Uh, I think it was uh, Wilkinson. One of the, well, his last name was Wilkinson. I'll thank you here in a minute. I actually went and walked, uh, it went to a fundraiser that he went to, and it was dynamic. Um, and I remember the prayer of Jabez that when he when he talked about removing the fences in your life and increasing the territory, yeah, and, and increasing your territory, um, man, it changed my life. I just thought, man, with Christ, I don't have these parameters or these limitations. So many people have put on themselves and put on their families. And, and just think of how they put it on their families. They put it on their families just simply by speech. They're just like, oh, we can't do that. We'll never be able, we'll never be able to do that. We'll never be able to get out of this mode. We'll never be able to get out of, you know, all these different things. And it's just, and it takes, it doesn't take much. It takes a mom or a dad and or a grandma or grandpa saying that to a small child, you know, while they're playing. Oh, we, we, we can't get out of this. We'll always be broke. We'll always live here, and we'll always, sure. you know. And uh, man, I, you gotta be careful with that kind of bondage. And uh, I think everybody's had that spoken over their life at one point or another. Uh, you need to really ward that off and, yep. and remember that prayer. Yeah, we talked about being a chain breaker on Sunday. I talked chain about being a chain breaker. It doesn't matter what your family's always done or what you know your family always be. XYZ, or your family will never be able to XYZ. And, um, you know, John 8 tells us opposite. You know, uh, as a chain breaker, we can go out there and we can break the chains of whatever may be addiction or or struggles or this or that. Oh, my. And, um, uh oh. I hit the wrong button. Yeah, so, anyways, back to to, uh, what I was typing in there was chain breaker. And, Way you break the chains in your life. In uh, the let me write, let me type that back up. Chain breaker. Go ahead. I think. Yeah. So uh, being a chain breaker means exactly that. Whatever chains have been uh, linked together throughout your family, through generations, or through maybe in your own personal life, where you found yourself making bad decision after bad decision because you've gotten wrong advice, or you're not seeking the Lord's advice, or you're not following the prompt of the Holy Spirit, that doesn't mean that you have to continually add links onto that chain and just make it uh, longer and longer and longer. When you follow the prompt of the Holy Spirit, you have Jesus Christ in your life. Uh, and one thing that Pastor Pat has always told me is you got to ask two things. Is God in it? It doesn't make sense. So what am I about to say? What am I about to think? What am I about to do? What am I about to speak in my life or my kid's life or whatever it is? Is God in it? Does glorify God? And, and does it build me up and, and add value to my life? 
yes, then, then you go ahead with whatever that thought or action is. And if it's not, then, it, then you don't go ahead with that. But you know something, thank you, I'm glad he touched on that. So being a chain breaker, or, or like when, whether you read it on Galatians, you read it on John and, and a host of other scriptures I got here. You can you can actually talk yourself into thinking that there's kingdom value in a situation you know there really isn't. That's right. You know, whatever it is, I, I, whatever it is, just blanket yeah. statement yeah. there. And yeah. and you you ask yourself, is God in this? Or God does God want me in this? And you know the answer as well as I do. God don't want you in that situation. Don't glorify Him. That right. has no kingdom value and has has no freedom in it. You're bound because you've been bound to it forever, and people can't imagine their life being any other way. I can't imagine me having a different recliner, a different car, not having to go to the medicine cabinet every day, or actually losing weight, or my knees get better, or my health get better. And, and I know it seems crazy, but if you'll take some of them steps incrementally with with the Bible and with the with your health. Mental health, uh, you could you can end up being free, and I'll tell you, it's really weird being free. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, you're like right out here at the farm, kind of running around, doing whatever you want. You're riding your horse, doing whatever, and you're just kind of free. Or take a walk in the park, same after you walk around, you're like. And I remember this after getting sober, being Vicky, I'd be walking around, I look, you're looking at all the trees and everything. I'm like, man, I trees were actually that beautiful. I mean, I knew it, but I never really absorbed it in my spirit because I was so shackled in my sin that I never could enjoy anything. You just, it's like a, a like a, a splinter in your finger. Everything's fine. You get that one dang splinter in there. It's always aggravating. With it. And that's what sin will do. It, it, it could be the smallest sin in the world and it could, it could hinder your something in his foot. And he can throw a whole thousand pound animal off because he's got a rock in his, yep. his foot. Well, that's the way sin is. Yep. Until you remove that rock, you know, like I was picking the horse's feet before I got on yesterday. Just making sure we had a good place to start from. Um, anyways. You know, I was thinking about something. So, obviously, we have some dogs here. And, um, it was just something that God really gave me this freedom picture, you know. So, there's a dog out here named Bella, which is, she's free all the time. She runs around here free range all day long 24 7 and, and she's comfortable she's relaxed she's not she doesn't really run around too much she enjoys and she's used to her freedom and then you have a couple other dogs my dog and, and pastor pat's new dog when you let them out of the cage or you let them off the leash they run and they run and they run because they this freedom this new freedom that they have they're they're just so excited and they want to be on that side of the farm this side of the farm and that's what happens when you find that you're so excited and you want to see the new uh, world that God has opened up to you, kind of like Paul in Damascus Road. Look where we're at now. I mean, we're just the wind blowing and I'm looking at corn and I'm, I'm like, I mean, I, you know, and people that don't live these free lives, you know, on, on a morning like this, you know, I know most, most of the place got to work, but on the days you take lunch and it's going to be hot, that's okay. Alright, go outside. July, it's gonna be hot. Yeah, go out for an hour at the park and sit down and relax and your whole perspective will change. You gotta and, and you gotta get some rest. 
for all you guys that are big workers and you're working all the time, you've got to get some some rest and rest in your mind to where your mind is freed up and it is freed up from all the junk. Don't pour a bunch of bad stuff in there. Well, it's so, like you've always said, if you're spiritually healthy, you'll be mentally healthy, you'll be physically healthy. And it all starts with, with the spirit, man. You need to make sure you're spiritually healthy and everything else will fall in line. You can be you can be the fittest person on earth, but if you're not spiritually healthy, like we were talking yesterday, a guy that makes all kinds of money, but he wasn't, he'd come home and just be completely miserable. Yeah, he just didn't have a spirit in mind. Yeah, he was talking about it. I was watching this podcast. He's a great guy.
and uh, we have the word, it's our instruction manual, and we're going to apply it to our lives as we go out into this world. And we ask that you, you bless us uh, in everything you pray for us to, and we pray for healing for those who need it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, Pastor Pat here with Pastor Aaron. Remember two things, Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you.